With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. American soccer fans, welcome to episode 92 of the Stars and Stripes FC podcast. Donald Wine here, manager of Stars and Stripes FC, your source for all things U.S. national teams, the players that comprise them, and everything else surrounding the game of soccer in America. We are in January, and we are about four days away from the U.S. women's national team's first set of friendlies of the calendar year of 2023. Obviously, this is a big year for the women as it the, the main event will be in late July and early August with the 2023 Women's World Cup that will take place in New Zealand and in Australia. And in that effort, the women's national team will be playing in New Zealand to test out where they will be playing during the group stage. They have two friendlies set up against New Zealand coming up next week. The first one being on January 17th, that will take place at Sky Stadium in Wellington. And the second game being on January 20th at Eden Park in Auckland. Both games will be at 10 p.m. Eastern time. The U.S. Women's National Team are going to call both venues home during the group stage of the Women's World Cup. Two matches are going to be in Auckland with one in the middle at Sky Stadium in Wellington. They could also return to both stadiums during the knockout stage. So this was an opportunity for them to kind of test out what it would be like to travel to the World Cup. As we all know, New Zealand is not close to anything in the United States, and they want to see what the travel will be like, the logistics, and this is a good way to do it against a decent soccer team. Last time they faced the Football Ferns, who are currently ranked 24th in the world, it was during the 2022 She Believes Cup. They destroyed New Zealand 5-0, and that match included a natural hat trick of own goals by Michaela Moore. I was at that game. It was just heartbreaking to watch for her but obviously the U.S. was able to get it together in that match after a scoreless draw in their first match in she believes so they're looking to really start off 2023 on the right foot and of course New Zealand is a decent team that can be a difficult out at a World Cup especially if they're hosting it but they're going to be without several of their best players including many players on their back line so I, I don't know how this game is going to go or how these sets of games are going to go rather, but I do know that the game necessarily isn't important. It's about, again, getting a feel for where their training camp's going to be, you know, how to get to the stadium, those sort of logistics that they want to nail down before the world cup. And this is a great way to do it by scheduling a couple of friendlies in the cities that they're going to call home for at least two weeks. Let's go through the roster because there were some uh, people who were left off the roster. Obviously, there are some additions to this roster that we haven't seen in quite a while. So let's go through it. The first with the goalkeepers, we have Adriana French, AD, back on the national team, Casey Murphy, and Alyssa Nair. For defenders, we have Elena Cook, Crystal Dunn, Emily Fox, Naomi Gurma, Sophia Horta, Hallie Mace, Becky Sauerbrunn, and Emily Sonnet. She makes her return 
to the national team. She was out for a while with some injuries, and she is now a member of OL range. She was traded from the Washington spirit at last night's NWSL draft. The midfielders, we have Sam Coffey, Lindsey Horan, Taylor Korniak, Rose Lavelle, Christy Mewis, Ashley Sanchez, and Andy Sullivan. And your forwards, Ashley Hatch, Alex Morgan, Midge Purse, Trinity Rodman, Mallory Swanson, and Lynn Williams. Welcome back to Lynn Williams. She was out almost the entirety of 2022 due to a leg injury. She is back in the fold. She is back on the national team. And she also has a new team. She was traded at last night's NWSL draft to Gotham FC. So she will play in New York, New Jersey in the 2023 season. You're you're probably hearing a couple names that I didn't call that Sophia Smith and Megan Rapino. Those two are out due to injuries. Uh, they seem to be minor injuries, but in, given the course of how much they played in 2022, they want to make sure that they are 100% before welcoming them back to the national team. Uh, again, Lynn Williams, Emily Sadat, both out with long-term injuries. They are back in the fold. There's a couple of players that are still not on this national team. Me official, coach's decision, but also the players that have been injured over the last year, Sam Mewis, Kateria Macario, Kristen Press, all of them appear to have differing uh, timetables of when they expect to be back on the field of play. And then from there, being able to work themselves, hopefully back into this national team. So there's your roster, 24 players, uh, of which, again, I think they're going to dress 23 for each match. And they are going to play New Zealand again, two matches, one on January 17th, 10 p.m. Eastern time, the other on January 20th at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Let's take a quick break because we are going to discuss how to watch these matches coming up this month after this. We are back, and as I mentioned before the break, the women's national team has two friendlies coming up next week, both in New Zealand. The men's national team also has friendlies this month. Their January camp takes place in Los Angeles. They will play two games there, the first one against Serbia on January 25th. That will be at Bank of California Stadium, the other taking place at Dignity Health Sports Park on January 28th. That match will be against Colombia. So the question for a lot of people who aren't making their way to New Zealand or making their way to Los Angeles is, how do I get to watch these matches? Because as you all know by now, and as you recall from uh, months past, there is a new TV contract that is in place, at least a new broadcast contract that is in place with U.S. soccer games. HBO Max and TNT will be uh, the broadcast partners for U.S. soccer for the next eight years, and that Obviously, won't include things like Nations League. It won't include the World Cup, uh, but it will include any U.S. soccer controlled matches. That includes friendlies. That includes She Believes Cup. That'll include any home qualifiers that we have down the road. Obviously, we have to wait on the men's side until 2028, 2029 to get those. But the question a lot of people have been having, and you've seen some of the chatter out there, is how do I, how do I get to watch this? Because where are these games going to be played? Now, the first two games, the, the women's games, will both be streamed on HBO Max. HBO Max will have every single game for both the men and the women that are, again, U.S. soccer controlled this year, with half of those games also appearing on TNT. So the 
thing is, is that if you have HBO Max, you do not have to worry about watching any of these games because they will all be on HBO Max. However, there will be about half of these games that will also feature on linear television on TNT. The issue that we have here is the women's games coming up are only going to be in HBO Max. The Columbia match on January 28th for the men will also be on TNT. But again, both of those matches will be on HBO Max. The the Serbia match on January 25th will only be on HBO Max. If you're trying to watch this in a bar, however, there's where the issue is going to be. Because HBO Max, as it is stands right now, is not available in bars. It, there is a commercial license. It just came about recently, but it's very, very expensive for bars to get. And as a result, many bars have just chosen not to get it because there's no reason to do it. You know, HBO has essentially got rid of their boxing. There's not a lot of sports on there until this contract took effect. So there was no reason for bars to have HBO Max. I mean, you know, House of the Dragon and, and Game of Thrones and those type of things that did draw watch parties were all featured on HBO's linear channel, and they were able to host that way. But the HBO Max streaming platform has been difficult for bars to get, mainly because of its expense. The issue also is it's not like you can just bring your own HBO Max password in there and hook it up to a TV because in your terms and conditions of that contract, of that of that subscription, you cannot use it for a commercial purpose and the commercial purpose being setting it up in a bar. So that actually goes against your term and conditions. You can be sued. The bar can be sued. You can obviously lose your spot, your, your subscription, but they crack down on people using their personal accounts at bars. This is something that they've done forever. And it's not just because it's U.S. soccer related. So the issue is for people who want to watch this game in English, if you're trying to watch it at a bar, there's no real recourse right now to watch it in English. I will say that I've, I've been hearing chatter that there is going to be a Spanish language TV option and that there's hope that it will be in place by the time the women's games start next week. We obviously have to wait to hear what where it's going to be, if it's Univision, if it's Telemundo, uh, where it's going to be. But I really stress if there is a Spanish language TV option on linear TV, use it. Because that'll be the way that bars can show the match. And again, for people to gather, it's also a way to draw in uh, new fans who may be watching the games at home in Spanish. So the, the HBO Max thing will be worked out. It's obviously the first you know, first month. There's going to be four games, all of them HBO Max. And some people are just not happy with the fact that their bars cannot show it in English. But I feel like there's going to be some workarounds that are going to be available soon. So we have to be patient in that regard. That doesn't help these matches at all. So... If you do have HBO Max, you can watch it at home um, and you'll be able to watch it at home uh, just like you will be able to watch any of the U.S. soccer controlled matches friendly She Believes Cup uh, this year. So we will stay tuned to what U.S. soccer has to say about the Spanish language option and also just ways for bars to get HBO Max at a affordable price so that they can show these games to TV. Because, I mean, as you guys know, this is we're building off of a World Cup. For the men, the Women's World Cup is this year. There's a lot of excitement about people wanting to watch these games and watch these players. And it doesn't help that they threw it behind a paywall. And I think when it comes to uh, even the TNT option, I wish it was the women who got the first TNT broadcast. Because, again, this is a Women's World Cup year. It, they should be the the centerpiece of this. And rightfully so. They're the two-time defending champions. They you know, despite the struggles they had at the end of 2022, they are still the team to beat. And people need to understand 
you know, and just learn if they're casual fans getting into the game, they should learn who these players are and how great they can play when they all play together. So, uh, and also with the men capitalizing again on the popularity after the men's world cup, we are hosting it in 2026. People are obviously going to become more and more excited and interested in the men's national team as we move forward. And there has to be ways to make sure that when someone walks into a bar and says, can you put on the game that the bar is able to do so. So I am I remain optimistic that there will be some sort of workaround set for these games coming up. Uh, but again, HBO Max, you will have all the games if you have HBO Max. If you have TNT, you get to tune in for the Columbia game on the men's side on January 28th. So be patient. Stay tuned. We will, again, update people if there's any new information. But for now, that will do it for episode 92 of the Stars and Stripes FC podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you like what you are hearing, subscribe, rate, review this podcast. We will be eternally grateful. Five-star ratings and reviews are especially appreciated. If you have questions or topic suggestions, send them to ssfcpodcast at gmail.com. So enjoy the weekend. Happy MLK Day weekend. And until next time, take care.